0: Welcome. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Number six, Unconventional Family Podcast.
1: Yes. Numero is it safe?
0: Yeah, if you're trying to say it in Spanish, it is. I feel like I just said that whole thing really weird, but uh don't edit it. It's okay. Weirdness is uh we're close enough to Austin to occasionally be weird, but far enough away to not be anyway. To we're gonna move on. The
1: un-weirdness. <laughs>
0: How's everybody doing? We are glad that you're tuned in, and um, I hope that you're enjoying the podcast. I see a lot of you share it, so I I know we've got like a a nice faithful little base there. We do. Um, (laughs)
1: We've got a good foundation to build off of from there. Which, speaking of which, I haven't checked it in like four days, but we were almost at three hundred downloads. So
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah, three hundred downloads. Just so that you know. Um, I think Amanda, I know Amanda feels the same way. I would um, I would keep doing it even if there was only a small base of people that enjoyed it. Because we really do. Um, we do it for multiple reasons. But the primary reason is we honestly believe that we can bring help to people uh, with the message that our family has lived. And some of the wisdom that God's given us, we think we can be a help. So I hope you feel the same yeah, way.
1: Absolutely. So we've got... We want to start with a life update or do you want to start with like a...
0: I mean, you got to say it well, right. What's happening?
1: What's happening? <laughs> there you go. Segment Sorry.
0: number one. What's happening today? So <laughs> our, in our life... Um,
1: we had bomb tacos for dinner.
0: Oh, Lord. I'm going to let you describe those tacos because they uh, <laughs> they left me a little... Um, uh, Hungry? <laughs> let, let me say it. There's... There's, there, okay. You can be left a little hungry, and then there's left a little, I'd like to get some cinnamon toast crunch in a popcorn sized bowl and mash the whole thing. That's me, but that's how I got in the condition that I'm in. So I drank a black cup of coffee instead. But, yes, the tacos, the chicken was good. T- tell them about what it was. You know more about what it was. Yeah,
1: so it's this yeah. new chicken that I got at I I don't know if you can get it anywhere else. Um, speaking of which, if you don't follow me on Instagram, go over there, and you would know what I'm talking about. But it's like a
0: – Shameless plug there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like a Verde chicken, and it's already chopped up, so you just put it, like, in your cast iron skillet, cook it up. But we did jicama tortillas. Say that again. Hickama.
0: Hicama. Right? Or is it Hicama? No, it's definitely no. <laughs> not It's with a J. It's definitely Hickama. It's just the weirdest sounding vegetable or fruit or somebody, hey, somebody let us know the history of that. Somebody's gotta know something about Hicama.
1: I don't even it looks like a cross between a potato and an onion. But so and you eat it cold. You don't heat up like the hicama tortilla. It's cold, and it's like cold and crisp, and it's got like a little sweet bite to it, but there's only like eight calories in each tortilla, and then obviously, I think it's zero carb. So, and then I made homemade guacamole, shameless plug, that's all going to be on the blog when the blog releases um, hey, listen, though, September
0: 1st. Let, let me interrupt you. This lady makes some guacamole, y'all. She makes some good guacamole, I got to tell you. And listen, I, I am a Mexican food connoisseur. I mean, I, mm. I don't just eat Mexican food. I enjoy Mexican food. Tex-Mex, interior Mexican food, all of it. I love Mexican food of any persuasion. And this white girl right here. This, can throw down the what? <laughs> this, little, this little Scottish-American girl over here can throw down some guacamole, man. But anyway, maybe that's enough about that. But what else is going on in life? Well, Oliver starts school. By the time you hear this, it will have been yesterday he started school. But for us recording, it is tomorrow.
1: Tomorrow,
0: And this will be um, third grade. And it is starting virtual, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, we are going. I think his school district is virtual for three weeks. But we went ahead and opted for him to go virtual for the whole first nine weeks. And,
0: and, And it has nothing to do.
1: Nothing. Zero. Zilch. Nada.
0: It has nothing to do with, um, for us, any kind of safety concern about the Rona or anything like that. I've also noticed, by the way, let me just throw this in here and come right back to why we're not putting him in class. Um, People who call it the Rona instead of COVID-19... You can kinda of tell how they feel about it just yeah. by the fact that they call it the Rona. The
1: Rona. <laughs> like
0: people that are like, COVID nineteen, they're all official about it, like kind of almost scared of it. And listen, I, I caught a lot of flack initially when this started happening. Um I had I had people reach out to me and um and you know basically try to tell me that like we're adamantly letting me know that they weren't afraid, or that it wasn't a fear issue, and that I wasn't taking it seriously enough, and and all this. And here's the thing, man. Um, and we're going to get into it in our next segment. Well, this part two of this segment. What's going on in the world? What's happening? Okay. But um, here's the deal. This just, y'all. This is playing out. Too Not, long. <laughs> Ninety-nine point. Listen, this isn't a number I'm making up. Ninety-nine point nine six percent chance of you not dying from covid-19 i'm sorry y'all if you're still up in arms about this you really like like i i need you to get over this yeah cuz this is getting ridiculous like if you had some kind of 50% chance or 20 or 30% chance of dying from this thing i wouldn't be walking in fear but i would think that you're a little more justified in all of this hysterical precaution yeah. but y'all you have a ninety nine point nine six percent chance of not dying from coronavirus. You, you listening to me? Yeah. You, you don't. That that's your odds. Get over this. But anyway, we left him out. Well, tell them why we left him out.
1: He well, we gave him the option because it is going to be mandatory that they wear you know their masks in the hallways and stuff, and then it's left up to the teacher whether they have to wear them in the classroom. And just the unknowing, he was like, I'm not wearing a mask for eight hours. And I'm like, you know what, buddy? I'm not either. So if you want to do virtual, we'll do virtual. If it's not working out three weeks into it, then we've already decided what we'll do is we'll just go standard homeschool. Um, If it's not looking like he's taking in everything that's being taught because it's third grade. I know there's a big jump between second and third grade. It was something that I talked to his teacher about last year. And uh, she said there's a pretty big jump there between those two grades. Like there's a lot more writing, a lot more reading and stuff. So he starts school tomorrow. So he went to bed tonight at eight. His bedtime is the age that he is. So he's eight, goes to bed at eight. Um, And so it's been a kind of a different evening here because... Yeah, he's he's no, been cool. asleep now for over two hours, well, two and a half hours now that we're recording this. And, and,
0: and I'm going to tell you right now, even those of you that think that you know your kids, oh, my kids are fine on seven hours of sleep, listen, even if you're a person of faith, y'all got to stop with this just ignoring the scientific facts of things. It's just it, It's just basically it's a settled fact that all children his age Mm -hmm. eight, seven, six, nine. They need about 10 to 12 hours to perform during the day intellectually with their mind and their alertness and things like this. They just need to sleep. So if you just want to launch out there and say, look, our lifestyle, whoever, you know, whatever we have going on, maybe not conducive to a little kid's sleeping pattern, say that. But don't go around telling people, Oh, my kids operate fine off five hours of sleep. I do, but I guarantee you these little kids don't. Oh so no, they get your kids sleep. to bed. Come on with that. Yeah.
1: But- well, and we wake Oliver up a little bit earlier, because Oliver is not a child that can just bounce out of bed and just no. be ready to go. Like he's gotta have sit down, have his breakfast, watch a show.
0: Well, he gets that then, from you.
1: Yeah, and then he'll, <laughs> you know, mosey on, put on his clothes, but once he brushes his teeth watches his face, then he's good. But he needs yep. a good, you know, thirty, forty five minutes. So anyways, we start school well, tomorrow. We'll see how that what's goes. What's going on
0: in the world of Wyatt?
1: Wyatt doesn't start school till September. So yep. he is still on well, summer his first break. football
0: scrimmage is, is this is uh, Friday. Friday. And I can't wait for so that. So
1: excited. I know he's super excited. He I forget what the positions are <laughs> called. What positions did he say he was going to be playing? He's
0: playing fullback. And let me handle that for you, Mama Bear. <laughs> He's playing fullback, and he's playing middle linebacker. And um, anyway, we're excited for Wyatt, and he's helping his uncle work on uh, souping up a hot rod. And, you know, he's working jobs and faithfully going to church. And I'm I'm just so pleased with Wyatt right now. Wyatt, if you listen to this, buddy, we love you, Mm. which I'm sure he probably will not because it's not cool yet. But one day he will (laughs) listen to it. It'll be,
1: it'll be cool. Oliver asks us every time that we talk about the podcast. He says, "Are you making money off of this yet?" Because <laughs> to him, it's just not really that cool unless we're making money off of it. But um, what's your what's happening in the world oh, today? My
0: what's happening in the world today may ruffle some feathers because
1: I have no idea what it is. We didn't <laughs> talk about it prior. So here's the
0: report out of Arizona: an entire school district had so many teachers call in. Sick, not because they're sick. Okay, I'm not guessing here. I'm reading this article. They weren't sick, but they just didn't like the fact that they have to go back to work. And they feel like they're putting themselves in danger from this virus that 99.96 people will not die from. No. Now, let me tell you something. I, you have to let me give a little monologue here, okay? Here's the deal. My mother started teaching when she was 22 years old. She graduated college early. She started in the Arlington School District up in Dallas, spent 20 years at Bartlett, and then another decade and a half in the Austin ISD um, area as a teacher. Um, your sister just became a teacher. Way to Miss- go, Amber, by the way. Good for you. Yeah. Um, we have some precious friends. Hope uh, Sorensen yeah Hello, hope, hope you listen. Hope, <laughs> hope. no pun intended. she's a teacher um there teachers have made a big impact in my life, yeah, but there's two things I'm gonna say, even my precious mother, who is a forty year teacher veteran, she agrees with me by the way, right, so I feel like I'm not out of bounds here. quit and I'm not by the way, I'm not talking to Amber and hope. I'm talking to. The teachers that share, because as far as I know, these ladies are going to work. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, yeah. I but think he, my sister starts school here's Thursday. Here is what, what I am
0: talking about. These people in in Arizona, not just okay, we don't want to work, so we're just all going to go on strike, basically. Okay. When cops do it, they call it the blue flu. Okay. Oh, I've
1: heard <laughs>
0: that before. <laughs> yes, but when teachers do it, here is what I call it: you bunch of pampered little mm. children. Mm-hmm. you're worse you're 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 more immature than the kids that you teach you're not in some sort of massive danger right and go to work go to work. nobody wants to hear about it. i in fact i gotta i gotta be honest with you, and I've told my mom this before, and mom agrees with me. I'll bring her on this podcast and let her say it yeah i I'm not with this crowd that is constantly up in arms about what teachers get paid right okay I'm gonna tell you why not. Because there's a lot of time off, a lot of perks that you get with being a teacher. And there's a reason that I still one day would love to be a teacher and a coach. Right. Uh, right now, I can't feasibly do that, but I would love to do it. I, 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 just, I just think that if you're a teacher, you ought to feel blessed that you get to see. See, I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher of the Bible. And I feel blessed that I get to um, impart and, and instruct concepts to people um that help them get it and help them understand. And I know teachers have to put up with a lot, especially certain age groups and whatnot. And I get right. that. I get that. There have been some wonderful teachers in my life. Okay. But here's what I'm saying. You don't have it that rough and 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 it it's just absurd to me. Yeah. It's absurd to me that massive amounts of people are so lazy and it's not it's not true fear. Right. It's laziness. We don't want to go to work. Okay. Well, listen. Folks, let me just throw this out here for you. This really isn't has nothing to do with family other than the, the, the teachers. Yeah. If if the majority of America just says we're all just going to hide in our house and until the <laughs> until the death angel of coronavirus passes over and then we'll all be great. Let me help y'all. Let me help y'all. The economy will collapse. We'll go into a great depression like unto this country has never seen. Yeah. We'll have a total financial meltdown. Get up and go to work. Go to work. Yeah. There's no reason not to at this point. And, 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 and listen, let, let me read you something out of this article and then we can move on after that if you'd like. Yeah. She sa- a representative from the school district says, I'd love to see a nationwide sick out. And I'm going to quote her. Her name's Kelly Fisher. She went on the record, so you get to, listen, you get to be on the full record. She's an Arizona kindergarten teacher and has led protests in the state. Wait a minute. You're leading protests around massive amounts of people, but you can't go sit in a classroom with 22 fourth graders or kindergartners, whatever you are. Mm. Come on. You're inconsistent. At the end of this article, (laughs) Lord have mercy. This was was what got me, okay? At the end, I agree with this comment, but then the way the newspaper spun it, I disagree with the newspaper. And and this was a representative of of the school district. This is uh, unnamed, okay? She said it it was an unnamed woman. Said, at some point, we're going to have to come up with what is an acceptable casualty rate, and nobody wants to have that conversation. She's right, by the way.
1: Yeah, right.
0: The newspaper said... This is a comment that our editor-in-chief called chilling, chilling. Guys, listen, no vaccine is going to stop this.
1: No, it's not going away.
0: Herd immunity is your only hope of getting this thing a little bit better. Yeah. And it's not even – anyway, I'm going to interrupt myself there, and I'm going to stick to the topic, and I'm going to say there should definitely – look, we we advocate for families – Look, a big part of family is your kid's school year. Yes. And these teachers calling in sick when you're not sick. First of all, you're lying, by the way. Did you know that's what that is when you call in sick and you're not sick? Great
1: way to teach the children.
0: Yeah. You're lying. (laughs) You know, and I'm not trying to just sit here and rail on them, but it is what's happening in the news. It's a leading story surrounding things that matter to me, like the people that care for our children matter to me. Right. I, I I tell every teacher Oliver's ever had and Wyatt has ever had, I will support you in any way you need. Yeah. If you need my assistance, even financially or just emotionally, whatever. If you need me, you let me know. I'm I'm team teacher, yes, but I am not team lazy teacher.
1: Well, and here's what it does is, I, and I think that they are just doing it. The ones that have called them sick are just doing it for a paycheck. Because if you really cared, is much as I think that parents hope that teachers do, you would understand that these children need so many of them need school. That is their way out of such a bad situation at home.
0: Well, let me tell you something. Uh, well, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Did you have something else to say about Oh uh, You're right, by the way.
1: No, go. You know, you go ahead.
0: I, I was going to jump in here. You, you're absolutely right about that. There are certain data and statistics coming out of the home right now. That domestic abuse and violence is up because a lot of these children are having to stay with some really bad parents. Yeah. People that just neglect and abuse their kids. And you may not want to believe that, but, and I'm talking to you in podcast world, you may not want to believe that, but it's the fact. Now, let me, let me say this last thing Um, teachers' unions have traditionally been very liberal, democratic leaning organizations. In fact, they all are. Okay. okay, now I'm not going to come on here and make a political show out of our podcast. If you want to know how I feel about politics, then um, there's no secret to be found here. Um, I am reachable, and you can reach out to me, and we could have that discussion. But what I am going to say is, is that I feel as though the teachers' unions are being played by Democratic politicians, used as a weapon against or not against but on behalf of an agenda and yeah. the agenda is they want this to be as bad as it possibly can be because whether you feel this way or not doesn't matter to me they hate the president of the united states enough to employ every weapon they they and you know what the same thing happened when obama was in office uh, there was a uh, there was prominent republicans that say i hope he fails and I hope that even the country fails just so he'll fail. I didn't feel that way.
1: Well, no, because then you have no no care for someone else's life. Right. If you want all of America to fail, like you have got to be a terrible person. Why do you want more people struggling than already do in a great well,
0: economy? I'm going to tell you what that comes from. That's that,
1: hateful. That,
0: that comes from people being partisan political hacks that can't get over uh, their own emotional feelings and attachments to politics. And I will say this about politics because I feel like somebody needs to hear this. Like, I just don't understand if you are pro-family, pro-marriage, Christian. Like, I just don't understand how you reconcile certain votes that you cast. Yeah. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you do you really believe after reading your bible that you can read the bible and cast a vote for somebody who believes that abortion as a form of birth control is acceptable? Uh oh, to birth. Right.
1: Not ju- I, and I, it's all
0: awful. You know, I'm not shy on politics. I don't want this to be a political show, but I feel like that ties to family. If, if We are advocates for families. I'm also an advocate for the unborn. And I used to have people tell me, well, put your money where your mouth is and adopt. Okay, so I did. Are you still wanting to have this conversation with me right. now? We have. Okay, yeah. two of them. Probably going to adopt more. Yeah. And it's not like we're we're not a resource for... Uh, single mothers either we do a lot of things to help out single mothers not anything i'm going to sit here and brag about on on audio here because i'm protecting their integrity right but i help i help we as a family we help single mothers sure and while all i'm asking is is that if you have family values you ought to vote your family values that's all i really want to say about that. absolutely (laughs) so what's up next so the topic of the day i guess right Yes,
1: and well, I don't. You probably don't have a whole lot of thoughts on this one yet, because.
0: Well, here's the deal. So usually, um, I have this well thought out, mapped and charted way to to dive through the topic of the day. And today, you're going to see this a little bit different. I'm going to play the uh, the vice presidential role here. I'm going to let you lead the topic, and I'll chime in. So take it away, Mama.
1: Sounds good. So. Just thinking, and and I'll bring up this lady that I follow on Instagram as well, but just thinking in my personal life, something that I've started to try to do within, and it's only been like in the last couple of weeks, is be intentional. And what I mean by that is be intentional about everything in your life. Be intention- <laughs> intentional, intentional, intentional about noticing people, be intentional in your celebration of people, be intentional on your job. Don't just, and one thing that I have here is you happen to life. Don't let life happen to you. So I think that if you are intentional with your day-to-day living and then intentional about people, I think it just gives your life such a greater purpose. So something that I've done and I won't I won't say anyone's name, but we were setting out with some friends a couple of weeks ago and someone had named off like three of their favorite things. And I'm like, I should remember that. So I immediately grabbed my phone, opened the notes section, and wrote down those things so that I can put together like a goodie bag or a gift basket. And none of them were expensive. I mean, I can do this for under ten dollars but just intentionally notice things about people and then do something to make them feel
0: love. Well, the opposite of being intentional would be to be unintentional, which would be, um, that would be a very chaotic life. And yeah. so life in general, whether it's being a good friend or whether it's, uh, paying attention to your marriage or your children, whatever. Right. Chaos, chaos in anything is really not good. You hear people say, well, I operate best in chaos. No, you do not. No. You may think you do, but you do not. Because what you do in chaos, if you were intentional about it, you would be better than your 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 organized chaos is. I promise you.
1: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And I think I even told you yesterday, like I, been an Enneagram 7, I can very easily go with the flow. And I've noticed more so since, well, the kids have been out since March, -March. mid-March. We, our schedules have just been all kinds of bonkers and out of whack. And we really haven't had a good sleeping schedule. We've been eating out way more than we should. Um, Stuff just kind of started piling up. And I even told you, I was like, I think, I think it's time for us to go through and do a declutter of the house and And then something that I have started to do now that I'm trying to be very intentional about building an Instagram account and a blog and like, we're just, we're trying to get out there. I have to sit down every day and write a to-do list and I have to be very intentional about my day or before I know it, I look up and it's three o'clock and nothing that I wanted to get done is done. And then here it is, it's six o'clock. Nothing's ready for dinner. We're going out I, to
0: eat. I think a lot of people live um, in a frustrated condition. And one of, the, one of the worst feelings in the world is to be living frustrated and foggy and confused and not being able to put your finger on what is the problem. Well, two of those things are connected to this subject right here. And I hope that this sets somebody free. Um, one of them is is not mentally mapping out your day. Which requires intentionality. Yes. Okay. So even even if you um, you know I've heard people say don't make to do lists and all this. I don't know how y'all make it without a to do list, but I got to have a to do list because at the end of the day, I need to know that these even if I only accomplish three out of the twelve things I put on there. Yeah. That this is what I have to show for what the investment of time I put into the day today. So let, waking up and just letting the day happen, um, that's very free-spirited, and that might be cool in a hippie communist compound somewhere um, outside of a winery in, in <laughs> Modesto, California. But I'm telling you right now, here um, in the real world, you do need to have a plan for your day. Okay, And I don't remember, because this is just coming off the top of my head, there's, there's a book. Um, and the title of the book is called Eat the Frog. Will you look that up Ooh. real quick? Yeah, I Eat will. the Frog. And I'm going to tell you about what this book is about. The concept of the book, Amanda, you're going to love this, is if you start your day eating a frog, the rest of the day, basically here's a concept. If you do the hardest thing you have to do the whole day, the thing you don't want to do the most, the thing that you're like, oh, gosh, I don't want to do that tomorrow. If you do that first, his his little story is is if you eat a frog right when you wake up, everything will be easy the rest of the day. So knock out the most difficult task first thing in the morning. Take the courage of the day and get it done. If you have a difficult conversation to have, if there's a chore that you hate doing, um, whatever the case may be, get it done. Do it first. Eat the frog. Did you yeah. find it? Who yeah, I think that? it's
1: called eat. Is it eat that frog? It is. It's
0: eat that frog
1: by Brian Tracy.
0: That's it. Yep. Brian yeah. Tracy is is he's a great motivational.
1: Like an author. orange cover with a frog with on a the frog front guy. of it. Yeah. Do we have that book?
0: We do have that book.
1: Okay. Yeah. You should maybe that I should probably read that. But yeah, like, and I have I have a morning routine that I stick to very well. Can,
0: can I interrupt you? Because I I was going to give the two things that I oh, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just don't want to forget about it. Okay. So excuse me, but the, the one thing was, is not having a plan for the day. And I think the second thing that just is an underlying frustration for people and they don't realize where this anxiety, this, um, looming bad feeling is coming from, yeah. this is not spiritual at all, but yet it affects your spirit Yeah, and that's clutter, physical clutter, Somebody write this down and do not forget it. Physical clutter equals mental clutter. Yes. If you're if you're even a moderate hoarder, you like to keep stuff more than you should. It creates mental, uh, excuse me, mental uh, clutter, even though it's a physical thing. Yeah. I feel better when things are in their place and things are not strewn out everywhere, and we haven't overloaded our stuff like. In our garage, we have all the stuff uh, pretty well organized and in bins. But I would like to go through well, organized <clears> – <throat> I mean, it has an area.
1: Right. Yeah. An I would area. Like to go,
0: I would like to go through that and reduce our capacity of stuff we're keeping, personally, me, by like 40%. Yeah.
1: I was about to say like by half. Yeah. And it's something that we do at least – Twice a year, we do like a full sweep through the house and just start getting rid of stuff because that's one thing that we're talking about clutter is I don't operate well in a disorganized or dirty home. So my like 30 minute routine in the morning, I get up and do the same thing every morning, go through the whole entire house. And I'm not talking like dust and mop and all of that stuff. I do a pickup. And then I do like a quick swiffer on the floors. And then I have certain days that I do my deep cleaning because while eventually (laughs) I would love to have a housekeeper come in and do the, the nasty stuff like the toilets and the tubs and stuff like that. Uh, no mama does all of that. So I picked certain days to do that. And
0: I gotta be, I I gotta be honest with you. I don't think most people do what you do. Okay. Mm -hmm. What I think happens is, I think that most people, um, male and female, make excuses, like huge excuses for, oh, well, there's Laundry Mountain
1: yeah. and,
0: you know, oh, well, I, I haven't really done. Look, if you don't consistently do something mm-hmm. to keep your house in order, your house will order you. And I'm yes. not taking orders from a house. Yes. And if you're wondering they're in radio land, mm-hmm. if I contribute to this in any way, I do. Yeah. Um, I don't do as much as Amanda does. Uh, first of all, that's just in her personality. She just kind of almost enjoys attacking it. Yeah. But secondly, yes, I, 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 I would say that I do um, try to put things back in their place. I try to do a quick pickup of my... Closet, my bathroom area, all of these things.
1: Well, on the weekends, you you help a lot because, of course, <clears throat> on the weekends I'm not exactly sure what happens, but Mondays, yeah, I spend probably half of my Monday, and I just call it recovery day. Like I have to get my house in recovery mode to recover from whatever we did on the weekends. I don't care what we're if we are at home on the weekends or if we are gone on the weekends. Come Monday. Well, typically Sunday night because I I can't hardly go to sleep if it's just a disaster. But I'm like, who lived here Saturday and Sunday? And so that's what I do. I just chalk off Mondays to recovery day. But anyways, talking about being intentional, um, there's this lady that I follow and you should go follow her. She is like the sweetest, cutest woman. But her company is called the Certified Celebrator her and then she has another Instagram that's her personal and it's Brittany Young, but she just came out with a book uh, well, I think it's on pre-sale or pre-order. It's called Celebrate yeah. with Sprinkles. And she is she calls herself, she's the certified celebrator, but she intentionally celebrates and she is so intentional about it. she actually put on her Instagram today opportunities that were already happening this week where she could intentionally celebrate people. And it was how many people she was going to see this week, just in her day-to-day life. And she just does small things for them, just like a little goodie bag, or she'll just write them a note. And she's so stinking intentional about it. And it's honestly like, it'll just light something in you. And you're like, I want to be like that. I want to celebrate
0: everyone Mm, in my life. We, we've kind of, two weeks in a row, we've taken the last part of the podcast and honored two different moms. Yeah. We are going to add a segment to the end of every podcast called Celebrate You. Oh, yeah. We're just doing this right now. This is happening right now. It's It's I just like birthing it. right now. Oh, yeah. We're going to call it Celebrate You. Uh, I think Bobby Bones does one called I See You.
1: I right? See You, yes.
0: We're going to do um, so I, Celebrate You. So the first one was Sarah. The second one was Katie. It's not always going to be a mom. And today I have someone in mind and I'm going to do it at the end
1: Ooh, of this okay. podcast.
0: But uh, keep going with the topic today. This is good.
1: Yeah. So, and then there's uh while I'm doing just quick follow on Instagrams. there is a lady and she has a book out and it has hit number one on Amazon quite a few times um, and it's a Christian book, but her name is Jennifer Allwood and her and her husband just finalized um, the adoption of their youngest daughter on Thursday or Friday of last week. And then this weekend they sent their oldest son off to college, That's awesome. but she's an encourager, but she encourages, um, from a Christian standpoint, and her book is called Fear is Not the Boss of You. And I want to say that it, it was number one whenever it first came out as far as like leadership, church leadership books. But um, she also is a business builder. She's got a lot of great um, like how to build like your website. Um, I believe I don't know so much if it's if you're trying to build Instagram, but it's like building your business and being an entrepreneur. Is it Jennifer
0: and Allwood? Jennifer Allwood, yes. Okay. Yeah, did you say that already? I did, I yeah. Did. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's got like <laughs>
1: beautiful blonde curly hair, Um, and she's just she's amazing. So go follow the Certified Celebrator, who is Brittany Young, is the lady. And I believe she lives in Kentucky, so she's got this like super – southerny Kentucky. voice. And shes <laughs> I feel like she's always happy. And then Jennifer Allwood. But um I just kind of, I think we've gotten our point across about being intentional. Yep. So for, you'll hear this Wednesday, maybe morning, Wednesday afternoon. So Thursday, wake up, write down everything that you need to be intentional about. And I'm not even give me just one second. Cause I can even, I'll just read what I wrote down today to maybe kind of help people. They're like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. And then the way that we do stuff is we just kind of, or I know I do. And I think we both do whenever we're writing our goals is we just put everything out there and then go, okay, let's start working backwards. How, yeah. how are we going to get there? And just be somebody, I think pastor parsley actually taught this in a leadership be somebody going somewhere.
0: Yes. If you Act don't like somebody going somewhere. Yeah,
1: if you don't do something every day for your future, 5 years from now, you'll be looking back and you'll be in the same spot that you're at. Write it down. Be intentional about your life.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that that's fantastic advice. While you look for that, um yeah, I think you're going to read them. What did you say you're going to read them, what you're doing, what you set out to do today?
1: Just kind of the idea yeah. of what I do in the mornings. And let me get this just completely straight. There are times that this has happened, especially over the summer, that yeah. I have not done right. this. And I think I told you, was it yesterday or a couple of days ago, while I am a little bit more free spirited and how like limber I am, I operate so much better off of a schedule.
0: Like yes. I just feel yeah, better. Yeah. You said that. Yep. You know, while you're, while you're getting that prepared, um, I'm going to, I'm going to give you kind of a family story here about how Amanda mama bear here <laughs> is intentional. So I had a couple of days strung together that were just very difficult days. And i don't have um it's not that uh, people i i know people love me and everything but um i tend to be the shoulder that bears the burden for a lot of people yeah and um i i i told amanda uh, i i needed i needed more than just a a chill night and a hot bath (laughs) you know i i gotta reset my mind because my mind is starting to get wrong i'm I'm thinking about things wrong or whatever. So I go home and I sit down and I'm content to just lose myself in some episodes of blue bloods and try to just calm down. There were a lot of things that had gone left when I was trying to go right and right when I was trying to go left. And I was just aggravated and um, defeated, to be honest with you. And she, she sends me a text that says pack a bag. We're staying in a hotel. So long story made a lot shorter she um she goes and books a hotel here locally and took me to eat at my favorite Italian place shout out to Tony and Luigi's in Georgetown awesome always fantastic <laughs> and we learned about that through a friend of ours but it is an awesome place she took me there we went um got cheesecake to go had dessert at the hotel sat and watched just you know uh, crime shows on TV, whatever it was. I slept till 10 o'clock the next day, which I never do. Got up, had a, a fantastic lunch at BB's Home Cooking in Georgetown. Also fantastic food. Yes. Um, you could work on your service a little bit, but hey, the food was fantastic. <laughs> I'm just saying, we're going to keep it real, man. K-R-100. <laughs> um, long story short, I have had a fantastic week. Because she was intentional about fixing my mindset. Now, ladies, you can't go around fixing men who have a, a myriad of issues, but we talked about uh, intimacy, I believe, last week. Okay, Part of intimacy is um, being able to help your man or your woman get out of a hole that they're in right? Um, and taking charge. You were completely, even though it happened spur of the moment, you were definitely intentional. We're gonna go eat a nice meal. We're gonna relax. We're gonna sleep in. We're gonna have another good meal. We're yeah. we're gonna have a relaxed time. And um, she knew what I needed. Um, I partially told her, but um, I just love how you took charge of that. I appreciate it. It really reset my batteries. So
1: yeah, and I think we've decided to make it at least a monthly thing, yeah. where at least one weekend night. We go to this hotel. And, y'all, it was the Sheraton in Georgetown down on the San Gabriel.
0: Yep.
1: A fantastic hotel, y'all. Yeah. It is.
0: It's a four-star, I believe.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And it wasn't all that expensive. No. You can do this. We're going to go back and do it. So, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to step out of the – I'm not out of the studio. I'm going to stay right here. But I'm going to lean back here, Amanda, and you read them what you're doing, and let's round out the topic of the day.
1: Yeah. So – Just to give you an idea, because I know maybe some people are like, okay, well then you write down, what do you do? Like, I know it seems very elementary, but literally let me just read to you some of the stuff that I wrote down for today. I wrote laundry, obviously come Monday, laundry has to be done. I had to go to the bank. I wrote down the three bills that needed to get paid today. I wrote down mop floors, like, you can read that right here because I knew if nothing else got done today, my floors had to be bleached and go, I'm not, I'm not misnatural. I bleach you, I mean, my floors because people yeah. walk around in my house with their shoes on. I've got dogs. They have
0: to be bleached. You should post this.
1: Yeah. yeah well, I, I ain't going to lie. If a, if a pee falls on the floor in the kitchen and nobody sees it, sometimes I stick it back in the pan. So if my floors aren't bleached, <laughs> Do that. <laughs> um, I wrote down that we had to do our podcast today Um, and y'all like I, I'm not kidding. I get very detailed here. Oliver bed at eight. Uh, Jason can read these right here and then dinner at 6 p.m. I says. wrote down what time and then I wrote down what I needed to do for the week and I just put, you know, I need to do my whole house clean. So I've got to go through and break it down there. What I needed to do for my blog. What do I need to do for, and I was very serious when I told y'all at least twice a year we clean out our house. I put make fall cleaning list. So to get my house in order for fall, we have to go through what I needed to do for Instagram. And then I've got on here what I need to do for my September projects. And I want to do a September giveaway on Instagram. So just that, just, it's almost like a morning mind dump. Instead of just going through the day being like, oh, yeah, I needed to do that. Oh, I needed to do that. And then at the end of the day, you're like, crap. Like, I did a whole bunch of half stuff. I never got anything completed. Did I finish everything on my to-do list? No, I didn't. So then tomorrow, the stuff that I didn't finish today then becomes top priority. And so that's just, that's how I do it. Am I perfect at it? Heck no, especially since the Rona hit, it has been less than perfect. But the last couple of weeks, I've had to just, like, tell myself, like, look, self, (laughs) you've got to get back on schedule because you're having too many days where you are just running around and not getting anything accomplished. And there
0: you go, calling it the Rona again. Yeah. You're exposing how you feel about it.
1: I ain't scared. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) we'll close out there. Be intentional. Be intentional. Be, Be intentional. Oh yeah, it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't sing.
0: Go ahead. Remember, I gotta get
1: that recording contract. You
0: little singing bee. Go ahead.
1: Bee, I'm
0: <laughs> y'all, somebody send help. Send help. Let
1: me tell y'all what happened. It is eleven o'clock at night. I am tired. I have drank all the coffee that I can drink. So now I'm sipping Sunny Delight, and, and it is time for Mama to go to bed.
0: Me, I had a nap. <laughs> Okay. Do we have any questions today? If we don't, that's fine.
1: I didn't pull one up. Okay. So let's just go out with um uh, with a quote. I have two quotes.
0: Okay. Give your quotes. I'll give mine, and then I've got the celebrate you of the day.
1: You're so busy doubting yourself while so many others are intimidated by your potential. Wow. Isn't that a good one? That
0: is very good. And then I wonder how many people think that doesn't apply to them. You just read that. Read it again.
1: You're so busy doubting yourself while so many others are intimidated by your potential.
0: I guarantee you that some people listening to our podcast don't think that that's you. But you'd be surprised how well and highly people actually think about you. Yes. Just put that in your pipe and smoke that one.
1: There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then this one just goes along with being intentional. So I had to, I have to use it. Um, oh my goodness. And I'm just now realizing this is by a lady that lives in Austin that I follow on Instagram. It says, Be somebody who makes everybody feel like a somebody. Say it again. I know there's a lot of somebodies and everybody's, but be somebody, be somebody. who makes everybody mm-hmm. feel like a somebody.
0: That's really, really good.
1: Her name is Courtney Shields. She actually does, she, um, has a song out on iTunes that I listen to.
0: Well, my quote of the day, I didn't come prepared with two quotes of the day.
1: Sorry. (laughs) Pinterest got me. Pinterest Pinterest quotes. Y'all are the best.
0: Well, mine, mine is, um, I'm just going to read it to you and you're going to know who wrote it. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. And no, that wasn't the genie from Aladdin.
1: That ain't fair. <laughs> I used know. Jesus.
0: I know. It was Jesus. Jesus Christ said that.
1: I used Pinterest. You used Jesus. That's
0: found in John 15, 7. And it says, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Amen. Hey, hey. So finally, to wrap out the podcast today, We're going to celebrate you. Now, somebody may have to help my little buddy um, because I'm not sure that he listens. But today we're going to celebrate Mr. (laughs) Drumroll, please. (laughs) Jordan Ford.
1: Mr. Ford money. (laughs) (laughs) I think he does listen.
0: Well, if you're listening, buddy, today I'm celebrating you because Jordan Ford is an awesome kid. Um he yes. hangs out with us not every Sunday but a lot of Sundays.
1: Well what are you calling you call him your Sunday son?
0: I call him my Sunday son, yeah. Because <laughs> he hangs out with us a lot on Sundays and he's got a great mama who is um uh Aunt Sissy, which is Diana. Yeah. And we love you too, Diana. We're celebrating Jordan because Jordan is one of the most positive, uplifting, mature I know that he's, I nickname him Turbo because he's like always on high speed, kind of bouncing off the walls. Yeah. But let me tell you, over the years, to our unconventional situation, maybe Wyatt would have been thinking wrong about something or maybe Oliver was down in the dumps. And this little man, he would speak directly to the situation, just keeping it 1000% real and would just tell him straight up.
1: And drop these like little notes oh, yeah. of just truth, like truth bombs in there. Yeah. And it was, it was absolutely fantastic. So it,
0: yesterday he helped. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were still talking. Go ahead.
1: I was about to say, if you, <laughs> we're going to have to have him on here just yeah. to get him to laugh. The kid's laugh <laughs> is the most contagious. Like, you can't so, hear him laugh and be angry.
0: Jordan is, is our, our son's biological cousin. Yes. Okay. He's Oliver and Wyatt's biological cousin. Yeah, and uh, so he gets to retain that in this unconventional family anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so yesterday, I'm putting together a foosball table in Oliver's room, and uh, Jordan kept. I mean, he ran out to my truck three or four times getting stuff for me, <laughs> um, like tools and whatnot. And then we played like three rounds of foosball, almost late to get getting where we're supposed to be because we're playing foosball. But long story short, uh, Jordan, in my opinion, um, he's very good at that quote that you gave, making everybody feel like somebody. Yeah, And he just brings a lot of sunshine to the room, a lot of light to the room. And that's a testament to how his mom and dad have done raising him in in the level of his care for people. So good job to Diana and Jarrell. Yeah. Good job, guys. Um, There you go. An unconventional family. Um, Even right there. Yeah. And they've done a good job raising this kid. This kid's a great kid. Jordan, I celebrate you today, buddy. And that's what yes, I'm sir. about to say on that.
1: All righty. Well, then that is it until six more next sleeps. time. Six more sleeps.
0: <laughs> nope, not this time. You are going to get a podcast before six more sleeps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was not going to say it because I feel like every time we say it, then everything just goes crazy.
0: No, we're going to do it. We're going to you know do what? it.
1: We will be intentional about it. We, we might
0: record it tonight
1: you are out of your uh, mind probably not happening there's not enough coffee in this world
0: all right i love y'all that's all i got to say
1: that's it we love y'all we will see y'all in a few days chasing payment on my own because you're here to stay every night
0: and day i'm delighted because i got you.